All right, folks, here we are, SkyUPod, going to you live with the current election results. I'm just kidding. We're not going to get into that. I don't think anyone wants us to. Um, fellas, the Gophers take on the Fighting Illini of Illinois this Friday, 2.30, Big Ten Network. And today we got some interesting news. Defensive coordinator Joe Rossi tested positive for the COVID. Hope he's doing well. He will not be there on the sidelines for the game. Um, some argue maybe the defense can't get much worse. I don't know. Max, we'll start with you. Where are your thoughts at for this? Um, yeah, I kind of went back and forth between it can't get much worse. It can't get much worse, and oh my god, it's going to get worse. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it can't get much worse. I think as far as the game plan goes, it's not like Rossi can't still like give his input or watch film from home and just kind of like communicate with the team in other ways. Um, I don't know how much his presence on game day is actually going to affect the team. Um, but we'll see. I mean, there's kind of that communication aspect of it. We don't really have a, you know, a standout leader on the defense necessarily, as far as like a veteran, that's kind of a coach on the field, um, maybe a Coney Durr, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Spencer, what are your thoughts on Rossi? Yeah. Is he going to make it? You know, like Max said, I think that, uh, well, of course, I pray he makes it. I mean, even though the defense has been abysmal, but. Um, <laughs> we won't hold it against you, Rossi. Yeah, not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. But, yeah, you know, I think that, um, I don't think that changes prep. I think that, you know, they're just still going to go through the nuts and bolts at practice, kind of the same whole game plan. Obviously, like I said, Max was pointing to, you know, he can watch film, have input, implement things while watching from home um, and that sort of thing. Um, and I know, of course, during practices, they're recorded, too. So he has, you know, film from both, you know, Illinois and on our end at practice. So he could see looks that are similar to Illinois while on practice and, you know, obviously implement anything like that. Um, I'm really just hoping that regardless um, that the Gophers show some life on defense. Um, yeah. I don't know if Rossi being gone helps that or hinders it. I can't, I don't think it would hinder it much, but I mean, how much worse can it get? So yeah, <laughs> I guess Unfortunately. we'll see. Best of luck to coach, but um, I think that everything remains the same. Sam, does this news thrill you? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I hope he makes it. Yeah. You can't get. I wasn't with you on the whole recap for Maryland, and that probably was. You want to say yet. anything about that Maryland game, Sam? While you have have the floor, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm just saying it can't get much worse. That's my thought. Maybe even something good comes from it, because really, why, why not? <laughs> Okay, well, um, yeah, I don't think – I would like to think that it would somehow, like, spark spark something in the team. Like, hey, let's do it for coach. Can't be here that this game. We've been getting dogged on. No one believes in us, in us. Let's go put what we've practiced on the field and just go make it happen. But like you all said, also, it's been so bad that even without him, it's like how much worse can it actually get? I really don't know. I mean, if he's gone and it actually gets worse, we have no chance at even winning this game. <laughs> I mean, we're giving up. We're giving up 
what was I think is it over ten yards or just under ten yards of play? Either way, it not, was like nine and a half. That's so ten yards. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Imagine what I mean. Just look at that, because like I mean, there's been plays where we forced an incomplete pass, and yet teams still average nine and a half yards of play, which means they're getting huge chunk plays on the next play from that. Yeah, man. But this um, is against Michigan and Maryland that this has happened. So, uh, yeah, we have some tough games ahead. Um, I would say that this weekend, I know we'll get into it, and I, I know that Illinois is missing some key players, but they're not a team that I would take lightly. No. I, I was shocked. We opened up as nine-point favorites. I would put so wow. much money on Illinois. <laughs> yeah. I, so much. I just don't. Really understand. I mean, maybe it's because of like you kind of alluded to. Illinois got players out, right? They're still without their starting quarterback, Brandon Peters, because of COVID. Yeah, and their backup, I believe. Yep, Isaiah Williams is also out for them. He didn't get to play at all. Starting center, Doug Kramer's out. I don't know if this O lineman plays a lot, but he's out. Jordan Slaughter's out, and a defensive end is uh, Randolph is also out for them, all because of COVID stuff. So. I would say if they have all of those guys out, we're really only missing our D coordinator as far as new people out. Probably don't have much of an excuse to like <laughs> use COVID this time around. Not that I was a huge fan of using it even in the Michigan game, but kind of was used, I feel like. Um, yeah, I like you guys kind of said, can't take them lightly. Let's let's talk about Illinois' defense. Let's preview Illinois' defense, okay? Um, I'm just going to start by saying this, and you guys can jump in wherever. It's, it's kind of weird how you know, coming into this season, this was talked up. This is Lovey's best defense. They returned pretty much the entire back seven, right? Linebackers and secondary have all been there. So then you come into this season and two games in, granted they've played Purdue, who's got Bell, who's a great receiver. And um, they also played Wisconsin, who's probably, when playing, one of the best teams in the West, if not the best team in the West. Um, they are dead last in the Big Ten. And pass defense so in this other in this area where they thought they were gonna have all this experience they're really struggling however you look at the defensive front they've actually been really good they're third best right now in big 10 in rush defense giving up 3.1 yards a carry it's it's just funny how everyone that thought they were gonna have a strength in one area is actually kind of what's killing them and all the new question mark for them is actually like hang in there really well yeah, it looks like they've been getting torched through the air so far this season. Um, I think, by, I guess they play a lot of man coverages, and um, they just kind of been getting burned, you know, on the outside. And, I, excuse me, I think that that really helps a lot for us, being that we have Bateman, Ottman Bell. I think that they can definitely uh, beat the man if they're throwing out man coverage at us. But yeah, their front, their front four guys, they're pretty solid. Like you said, Kurt, they're only averaging or letting up three yards of carry. Granted, we have Mo, um, and he'll carry probably a solid load for us, and hopefully we can get some yards off the ground. But it'll be pretty difficult. Their linebacking core and their front four, they're pretty solid. Um, I think that if we're going to have to score a lot of points, it's looking like we're, we're going to have to go through the air a little bit more, um, unlike last last weekend when we kind of hit the ground and pound. But I think that's exciting to give us an opportunity to see what we can do through the air. But uh, I think that yeah. the Illinois defense is pretty solid. So, yeah, I mean, even though 
even like for example against Wisconsin, they were able to you know hold their run game on average to a, I mean a reasonable amount. Um, but Wisconsin kind of just wore them down so early that they couldn't really you know make up any ground that way. I don't yeah. know. It feels like we're gonna have to do the same thing. Kind of just take it away early. Keep pounding with Mo. Um, get Trey Potts some touches too. Um, I, mean, I know Mo's not be able to carry the ball forty times a game every game, but uh, if we can just kind of grind them down in the first half, and then hopefully it'll you know take some energy away from their defense. I would hope our offense will have you know no problem really being able to score at will against this defense, um, and then kind of on our side of the ball too for defense. I think Illinois averaged 15 points a game so far. So, I mean, it's, yeah. hopefully it's not going to take much to just get ahead and stay ahead. Technically, technically they're oh, – sorry, clicked on uh, ESPN and had an ad come blasting through my headphones. Um, <laughs> technically, their offense didn't even score the first game. Their defense scored them that touchdown against Wisconsin. So, yeah, by offense, they're only averaging 12 points a game. But uh, – for them, they get to go up against our defense, so that's gonna be one thing that we got to keep. That in. Average, yeah. Um, I, it it kind of worries me that all their standouts, like we've kind of alluded to, um, have been on the defensive line for them because that's where our offense. I was. It's not struggling by any means. I've actually been really impressed with our, our run blocking, but you know we have a few injuries, few uh, guys missing there. No, so it's kind of like their positives kind of stacking up into our negative. But I mean, their, their linebackers have been very bad, and uh, you know, Lovey likes to play some of that play man at times on the outside. But when they're in zone, it's it's a lot of cover too. And their linebackers, I rep on our linebackers are not getting dropped. Their middle linebacker is really struggling to like cover anybody right now. So they've really been gashed down the middle of the field. It sounds like in the passing game, uh, which will be great for Aitman and Ottman Bell. Probably any receiver we throw out there, but um, I'd say like we're unstoppable. But it's just that'll be something to watch for. Um, yeah, I don't know, Sam. Did you have anything that you wanted to add on their defense? I think we'll be able to score, no doubt. It's again, it's our offense can score. Our offense is good. It's all on the defense. So yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> much more. Also, I mean, they they tend to follow. They seem to have followed. Um, Nate Hobbs, their D-back, they seem to kind of stick with him and the team's top receiver. But the problem is, put him on Bell last week for Purdue, who is a great player, but he just torched him all game. So, I mean, Bateman, I think, is of equal, at least equal caliber to that. So hopefully Bateman will be able to take advantage of maybe some poor coverage play also. Um, I do think our offense is going to be having to throw the ball a bit more, especially compared to the Maryland game. Um, I don't think we'll see most of the 200 yards rushing, not in the first half. How many did Moet have at halftime? Does anyone remember? It was a lot, like 150 ish. I thought it was 130. 130. Could be wrong. I'd be surprised if Mo was at 100 at the first half again after this I'd one. I'd be very surprised. Yeah, I, I, I do buy into this Illinois defensive front because they've played two pretty good offenses in Wisconsin and Purdue. Um, so, yeah, a decent challenge. Uh, for us to see, but I don't. I don't think they'll be, you know, Michigan caliber. Although it looks like we found the key to beating Michigan is just throw the ball up deep, because that's all Michigan State really did to move the ball. Going back to that game, why didn't we ever try that earlier on in the game when it was like still a game? We like did not throw it deep against Michigan. Uh, Should have, could have, would I guess. Say, oh, wasn't Bateman always like lining up at slot and we just didn't 
Hard yeah, we just tried to like force him the ball like quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Hell caught his one target deep on them for like forty yards or whatever it was. Um, but now let's get in. This will be interesting. It's another game. I feel like where it's a lot of question marks. We kind of got to just see it because so we were like we already mentioned Illinois is down to their. I believe he's now their third string quarterback. He got the most playing time. Oran Taylor. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. Uh, good news for the Gophers is he did have four turnovers. He's fumbled it twice. Actually, I take that back. I don't know if he lost both the fumbles. Yes, he did. He fumbled three times and they lost two of them. Okay. But he's turnover prone so far, which is huge because that seems to be the only way the Gophers defense is really going to get off the field as of late. Um, they do have the receiver transfer from USC who's very talented. Uh, I can't. I can't pronounce it though. Immorta Habebe. Anyone confirm the pronunciation? Habebe. Yeah, uh, he's a talented player. Transferring from uh, USC, and then they also have two running backs that they like to go to a lot, and Chase Brown and Mike Epstein. Uh, Chase Brown is also a tra- grad transfer. All their best players, I feel like, are transfers in from other universities this year. But uh, Chase Brown. I watched the replay of the Purdue game this in 60 minutes on Big Ten, and he seemed pretty explosive carrying the ball. Um, you know, he averaged over six yards a carry, uh, including a long of a 30-yard yard run, um, which looked very worrisome because I'm not going to lie, just watching them play, they, they looked just faster than what – I mean, it's tough to compare one game, like one team to another team when they're not on the same field, but they just look faster than what we've seen out of our defense, and that's really concerning to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, with their quarterback situation, it's going to be a pretty vanilla offense we're going up against. But at the same time, we have not shown. There's no proof that we can just stop a run at all. No. So. Yeah. People are saying I mean, you can just stack eleven bodies on the other side, and <laughs> you really just have a shot. And yeah, uh, like if you're if you're Illinois, yeah. if you're Illinois looking at this game, like oh man, like we're not going to be able to run, you know any sort of big hitter type plays. It's going to be a lot of dink and dunk, just pound the rock. Oh, we get to face Minnesota. Thank God. Like, <laughs> yeah. What a perfect opponent. I mean, yeah, because he, he really turned it on down the stretch of the game once he wasn't turning the ball over. And four turnovers is a lot, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, he did end up throwing for 273 yards and two touchdowns. Didn't even get a lot of snaps throughout the week because their quarterbacks found out they were tested positive pretty late in the week. He's also very mobile and fast and he's actually a pretty strong runner he ripped off a 33 yard run for them also um the gopher defense is going to be their hands are going to be full no doubt um i don't know you know here here is my hope for this game i i i'm just happy we have big 10 football back i'm happy we get to watch the gophers it's been a struggle this year i just want to see an improvement out of this defense and I that I would feel a lot better if Rossi was there this week just to know for sure like all the pieces are there and we won't have like something else to kind of blame it on. I want us to see just an improvement in something like we talked about last week. Sell out and make them throw the football. Just do it. Just pick one thing. I feel like selling out on the runs a lot easier to sell out on the pass because then you just sit back and the quarterback's gonna tuck it and run it on you. Just sell out. I don't care if you get burned deep every other play. At least you're giving like your better defenders in Conyder and St. Juicy a chance to like make a play and get off the field, then I'm sorry, but sorry, Martin and Cody Lindenberg trying to chase down someone who's running through a hole that's 
pretty wide open all the time. I mean, I'd rather take my odds us making this young guy throw the ball on us than us just letting them run left and right and up the middle. I mean, Maryland ran the ball up the gut, around the end, pretty much any direction they wanted on us. So if we can stop the run, if we show improvement, like our odds, why not? Why not get better, right? We're growing, as PJ would say. Let's do it, boys. Sam, how are you feeling? That sounds like a bunch of crap. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree. Just sell it on the run. You can't expect everything, especially at such a low point together. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. I don't expect much, but I agree. No. I know this doesn't look like it when two 0-2 <clears throat> teams that appear abysmal face off on a Saturday afternoon, but this is sort of a pivotal game for us to start gaining some momentum because next week we face Iowa, and I don't think we're just going to turn it yeah. on. Another 0-2 team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that won't be as tough as we think. <laughs> but, uh, no, I I don't know. It's like there's no energy really coming into this week. There's no reason to, I'm the no fans, reason to be excited. I would say. Like, I, right. Like, I'm I'm still excited to be watching Gopher football, even though it's not going the way we thought it would or would like it to be. Um, but I don't know. This is – it's a sneaky key game in the season right now. Yeah, I mean – and I haven't seen anything in this team that's like quitting or anything, right? The defense no. has just really got that much stuff to figure out that it's holding us back. I think right. our offense has the ability to keep us in in pretty much every game left on the schedule. Um, they have to be pretty dang near perfect, I feel like. But, I mean, they've been putting up points. I'll, the Michigan game, not, not spectacular, but they had no help from special teams and defense. So... I, and if you're going to look at this realistically, this is our best chance left. This is your easiest game left on the schedule. Illinois, 0-2, they're not feeling great about themselves. They're down to their third-string quarterback. Started the season fourth-string from what from what the Illinois 247 sports guy wrote. Here's your shot. Defense, get some confidence going. You come out, stop the run, give your offense just a few extra possessions. Maybe force a turnover. They've been turnover-prone. Just see what happens. I think the offense is going to be able to pass the ball on these guys and put up enough points. Yeah, I think above all else, I just think that the Gophers need this win just that for that confidence booster. You know, I think that, you know, the defense just needs to put up stops just to build that confidence and to realize that they can do it. And like you said, Kurt, I think that just nail something, one thing, like whether that's the run, whether that's the pass, you know, do something and show us some life. and. And I think that will, you know, translate in the games to come as well. Like you yeah. said, Max, we have Iowa next week. And I think that going into that game with the wind under our belt will be, you know, give us a bigger breath of fresh air rather than, you know, losing again and being down 0-3. Um, I just think that the Gophers need this one for their confidence. Yeah. And um, I think they can do it. We'll get into that. If you want to go, like, big, big picture here right now in this season, you got Nebraska 0-1, okay? Iowa 0-2, Illinois 0-2, and you play them this week. Northwestern's undefeated, but they still have tough matchups. Purdue's undefeated, but you're going to get to play them, obviously, in Northwestern. I mean, with Wisconsin already having two games canceled and one more, and they're out, they're not qualifying for the Big Ten Championship game, you're technically still looking. We have a very realistic shot still, if you can start winning games obviously, to make the Big Ten championship game still. Like I'm saying, if you're a player, you should not be looking down on this season 
at all yet. I mean, yes, the college football playoff is gone. I am sorry. I didn't yeah. really think we were going to be there this year. Yeah, but I'm just saying, the Big Ten Championship game, the West is wide open right now because of Wisconsin's COVID situation. Do you guys want to get into predictions? Ken? I'll start. With the go for defense in our offense, um, knowing what we're capable of at this very moment in time, I'm thinking it's going to be a high-scoring game for us. I really do. I think that we'll be able to expose the Illinois defense open up the run game and the passing game. And I think Rashad Bateman's going to have a day. With that being said, a lot of folks think that no matter who they put out there on the def- or on the offensive side, they're just going to run all over us. And that might be true to some extent, but I think the Gophers bounce back. I predict that the Gophers win 35-17. to 17. Ooh. What is the over-under for this game? It is Anyone 61 and a half. That's a good line. Who's next? Sam, go ahead. Jump in here. You ray of sunshine, you. What What do you got for us? 38 to 35, Illinois. <laughs> no, no, no explanation needed from Sam. All right. Um. Okay. <laughs> well, you mentioned it earlier, Kurt, that the Gophers opened as a nine-point favorite. Um, even with the news of Illinois' Offense being at down some key bodies. Uh, the line has moved two points. Um, we're only a seven-point favorite now. So even with the news that Illinois will not have their starting or backup quarterback, uh, wow, they really people don't are worry. betting against us still. Wow. Um, but I don't know. I think two games in, I think we have enough tape. I think the defense can. They're not going to turn it around this quickly, but this Illinois offense. I'm not saying they're not going to score on us just because we've been that bad, but I don't think they can, they can outscore us. Um, I think it'll be closer to the opening line. I think the Gophers are going to win 52-42. to 42. Ooh. Just points. I like it. I like it a lot. Man, I told myself going into this, and when I was watching the, the replay of the Illinois-Purdue game, I, I watched it and I said, our defense has shown – Absolutely nothing to me that proves that we will come up with any stops, even against this Illinois team at all. Um, but I have something in me, and it's called Gopher blood, and I have a really hard time picking with my brain when the Gophers are involved. I fully came in. I thought I was going to pick Illinois to win this game, but uh, just talking about it, you know, why not get better defense? We're going to get a few turnovers, come up with a stop or two. We're going to force a punt. I'm going out on a limb there. I'm, we are going to oh, force a punt, and wow. it's not. It is That's not. That's so sad. <laughs> it's not going to come from our side of the field, like the Maryland one. We're going to force a punt, maybe even in the first half, and it's going to come from Illinois side of the field. Gophers win it. Mark my words. Gophers win it. Forty-one, thirty-eight. Boom. Back in the dub section. We force a punt. Part of the reason it helped me change my mind is that Sam told Sam stole my original score prediction and team to win. So <laughs> I'm going golfs. We do not cover the spread, but we find a way because that's what we do, guys. Yeah, we found a way to lose to Maryland in overtime on a missed extra point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, no. Actually, can I say something about that? Okay. Yes. Here we go. 
PJ, you idiot. Like, how <laughs> do you not go for two? Everything was aligned. All the stars aligned to say go to two, go for two. No one would blame you. It, what was his comment? Hindsight's twenty twenty. Oh, I was no, I was gonna go for it the next time around. You mean when they can actually count? <laughs> yeah. No. That just how? Like, there's no logic in it. I think he's lying. No. Maybe he I don't know. Lying. Yeah, he's a I terrible lie. I, I don't believe him either. Lying. He knows he's lying. <laughs> all right, that's all I have to say. Pathetic <laughs> and dumb. That's all. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. Uh, he's not off the hook at all, I don't think, for, you know, last game. Uh, oh, no. But, you know, it's it's a new game. He he does have to be – that's a good point, Sam. That's a good key to the game. If I were to say one, uh, my number one would be Fleck has to have a better feel for the team and how the game's going this time around because he didn't all last game when we decided uh-huh. to – I'm going to be honest. Well, I thought the kickoff coverage was actually – better like good enough last game but i honestly thought we should have just gone for it from fourth and two on our own like 35 at the end of last game because i had no faith in our defense to get a stop we got bailed out by some penalties um but there's just there was some key situational stuff we covered all last podcast i don't want to get too much into it you just gotta be more aware you know not taking timeouts to bail out the other team so they don't get kicked out of field goal range would be a start (laughs) you know if he doesn't do that i like our odds you know, Wisconsin, Illinois, sorry, not Wisconsin. Illinois has a stat where they're like, they didn't win. They won one game where they didn't win the turnover margin uh, last year. And that was in a game where the turnovers were even. If they lose the turnover margin, they did not win a game last last year. And obviously that's proven true this year as well. So we hold on to the ball, which we didn't turn it over, I don't believe at all, against Maryland. Take care of the football. Come up with the stop because we're going to sell out and we are going to set an edge. They might run it up the gut a little bit on us, but we're going to have bodies there. We're going to be able to force them in completions. They're going to at least punt once and we're going to force a turnover and the Gophers are going to win this football game against Illinois' third string quarterback. (laughs) Let's go! I am all in on this Gopher team winning this Saturday. Let's do it. Why not? Why not us? They are who we thought they were. But we are also who we thought we were, Sam. No. On offense. Well, it doesn't do you any good. We don't put the offense on the field to win the game. Now it does. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I guess, geez. Before I like get to my keys of the game, I mean, I know we're already, we're only two games in, but it feels like we're halfway through the season just with the rest of the college football, you know, season being underway and, Kind of where oh, everyone we're pretty else close, is. right? Yeah, I mean, we basically are halfway in. We basically started right in the middle. Um, we look like we haven't played football ever on defense, but I don't know. It's part of me, like, it's a relief to just get it over with that early that, like, we have no shot at any sort of success or, like, we're not going to reach any of our goals. So let's just go, let's just watch, go for football, enjoy it. I hope the guys play hard. I think they will. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the defensive side of the ball, you're not going to get faster. You're not going to get more athletic. What you can do is, you know, fill the right gap in the run game. Know where you're, who and where to cover in the pass game. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are you talking me up in you? I think you're saying the Gophers run the table the rest of the year. No, no, no. Talking about Illinois. And we have to go to Champaign, which is like a cousin of uh, Kyle Field at Northwestern. Um, we have not been good at Champagne. 
No. Well, it's there's no, say, you know, you know, no one really is. So, not even Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like, historically, we, we haven't played great there. But, uh, yeah. Um, sorry, I kind of cut you off while you're making your keys there. I just want to get that in about Champagne. It's, it doesn't look good for us traditionally there. Remember we lost that weird game there under Kill? The, the Citrus Bowl year. We just randomly dropped that game at Illinois. It's like, wow, we were the much better team. We just kind of... So maybe it. this will be different. Maybe we won't do that because we've just been playing so weird. I don't know. My my main, my one and only key is just we got to have a spark. We got to have something that kind of ignites our team early. Uh, yeah. Whether it's on offense, defense, not kicking it 30 yards. Yeah. Something, forcing I, a punt. <laughs> I don't know. Go know, for an outside think, kick. Just do something. Just... Just go, just go to, just go to win. Play to win. I think you touched on something earlier, Max. That's kind of important. We haven't really seen a leader. I would argue maybe on either side of the ball. You haven't really seen a leader on this team just step up. And I, I get that we, Fleck is the ultimate positivity guy, and this coaching staff is different, right? They don't really get on you a ton. They're kind of build you up with positivity. But I think it can be somewhat useful when there's a guy on the team that everyone has trust in and looks up to that can call you out when you're not doing your job or when you're making mental mistakes. And I'm not saying just put you down, but light a fire under you. And there doesn't really seem right. to be that yet. You know, traditionally you'd like it to be a linebacker or maybe some sort of defensive front guy. If it has to be Coney dirt, that'd be great. Um, but I, I'd like to see something up there. I'd like to see someone out there just play with an edge on defense. Cause we look soft and slow. Right now, so I want to see know. someone grabbing face masks. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to see pissed off go for football. I want to see like. Let's start targeting some bitches. You know no. what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, maybe <laughs> you can. You can introduce something. Okay. <laughs> oh man, this has turned so bad. <laughs> I know I picked okay. us to lose, but my key of the game would be. Rely on the offense. That's it. Just rely on the offense. Don't don't put your faith in an injured kicker. Don't put your faith in specials. Don't put your faith in the deep. Rely on offense. Sam, did you Sam. hear? We're gonna force a punt. Yeah. One. That's... One whole punt. See how sad that that's like the mark. For Picture Nick Saban being like, guys. I'll put money on it. Force a punt. I'm not gonna do. That. You don't want to put money against it, Sam. I bet you we force a punt. Do you want to put money on it? I'm sure. They could like Illinois could penalize themselves enough where they don't get a thirty-three. <laughs> oh man! All right. So if I had to go with my keys to the game, like I said, just be better management for PJ, no turnovers, and just sell out on the run. Just make them one-dimensional sometimes, or enough of the time where you can get some stops, and they will punt. I promise. Once, Shirley, what what would you say if you had to put the emphasis? I say that jokingly, but those really are. I do think those are the keys to the game. Um, this is my serious voice. You know I'm being for real now. That is what we're going to need to do to win that game. Uh, Shirty, what, what would you say your keys to victory are for this coming Saturday? You know, I think it's pretty easy. Um, hold on to the football. No turnovers. Time of possession. We want to take control of that. And also, I think that we just need to stop the run. If we can find a way for the defensive ends to set the edge, if the linebackers can plug the holes, if our secondary can, you know, stop, you know, the extra yardage and safeties, you know, shoot the gaps correctly, I think that we can win this game. 
I know that's asking for a lot maybe on for the defense, but truly if they can just focus on stopping the run, make them go through the air, forcing a turnover, I think that we can win the game. Just play our game on offense like we do, and I think that we'll get to that 35-17 victory like I predict. I love it. If we come out of this game, I don't care if it's our third-string quarterback, if we come out of this game and hold Illinois to 17 points, Man, my boat will be fully bailed out, and it will be going full st- full steam down the W train or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes is a third-string quarterback, Illinois, to get you back on this. Listen, yeah, no. I'm just going to uh, – Sam, I'm just choosing to be optimistic <laughs> with this outlook on this all team. Right, I mean, it's a weird enough season, right? I mean – Let's be honest. Wisconsin's the big, the best Big Ten, the best team in the Big Ten West, and they're probably not even going to get to represent us in the Big Ten championship game. So, just like, why not? Why not go out there and win? <laughs> like, I just, I mean, do you want an answer? Or I'm kidding. <laughs> like, it, it, I'm just saying, why just start, just start with improvements. And when I say yeah. stop the run. I'm, I assume Shuddy means this too. I'm not expecting us to come out and like hold Illinois under 50 yards rushing. Like, you know, I, I just not. just don't come out and not every play is just gashing us 10 plus yards. Oh, there's the 30 yard. Oh, he ran into his guy, tripped and fell. Oh, now he's back up his average because he just ran another 15 yards. Like, make a tackle. We've missed a lot of tackles in the hole last game. I mean, I, I like that the things we have to fix are basic, right? I mean, we just got to make tackles while they're there in the hole. We're really not asking for a whole lot. <laughs> it's really simple. It just really play is. like a Big Ten team. And, like and devil's, ad- devil's, devil's ad- advocate, if we if the defense looks the exact same as last week, then there's something seriously wrong, and you got to look at like a, a, a real right. change. I won't jump onto firing Rossi yet, but there's something wrong there where this is your fourth year of recruiting, and, and I know you lost seven guys. And PJ always likes to go, yeah, four of them to the NFL, five of them to the NFL. It's like, well, technically, it really shouldn't matter when you're losing guys if they go to the NFL or not. Like, you're just replacing players. Like, it should, should have a solid backup that you think is a Big Ten caliber player, especially in year four. Um, if anything, right. that hurts you if you can say, yeah, we have five guys from our defense in the NFL when we still couldn't recruit enough talent. Yeah. Uh, I, I just have a hard time believing that Sori Marin is one of our fastest linebackers, which is what, what I want us to go to if it's a, just another absolute train wreck. I'm, I'm open to us trying at this game, uh, just throwing out our fastest linebackers because I'd rather have guys that are actually physically capable of like running to the right spot in time but they might make wrong reads over than sorry, Marin, who's being honest, not, not doing either. He's not physically fast enough to get to plays that he should be making. And he's not reading it right. And him and Lindenberg are supposed to be more cerebral from what they've talked about. So that's, that's not great, but maybe, maybe they got the pregame, not pregame preseason jitters out. They, they didn't take these first two games seriously for whatever reason. And now they're ready to rock and roll. I'm kidding. I'm sure they took it seriously. They're ready to rock and roll, guys. We're going to win this game. You can take it to the bank, courtesy of Sam Pockle. He's going to reimburse all of your losing bets if you, the Gophers don't cover. He said it here himself. We all heard it. Um, yeah, go Gophers. And we kind of alluded to here a lot. I guess we'll just get all of our quick thoughts. If you guys had to bet right now, um, you know, Wisconsin, the big news is they're not playing again this weekend, so that's their second straight canceled game. 
you know, if they have a third, if they have one more canceled, they're not eligible for the Big Ten championship game. Um, if you had to put odds on it right now, I mean, do you think they finish the season? Like, we'll start, okay, well, that's a different question. We'll get that in that too. But do you think they'll be eligible for Big Ten championship play? Yeah. If, if what happens? Just currently? Yeah. I mean, if you had to guess the rest of the season, do you think they lose? They have another game canceled? Or do you think they finish out all the games besides these two that have been canceled? Oh, gosh. I would think they'd be taking the precautions. So I like, think, you know what, to be other. honest, I think that next week they might not even get to play. So that so you would say no, so because that would knock them out of Big Ten eligibility. Yeah, and if they do play, I don't think that they're going to have the personnel. Don't get me wrong. Like, Wisconsin is a great team. I'm sure that they could put something together even with without, like, their their starters on both sides of the ball. But with how it's looking right now, I don't think it's good. I don't think that they can represent us, you know. I think it would have to take a really catastrophic drop from – all of the teams here in the West um, in order for that to happen. But I don't think that Wisconsin's going to represent us. It's kind of hard to, to project, like, even if it's not new players getting it, I mean, there's no way to even guess if the guys that do have it right now are going to be able to test negatively, right? Like, right. you just don't know what yeah. those guys are going through or how it's affecting them, that if they just can't kick it, then if the same amount of players are out and they still can't play. Yeah. Well, what, and what happens too? So, say, I mean, the other factor of it is the other teams. What if, I mean, because doesn't Purdue have players out too? Wasn't it kind of a combo deal where it was yeah. on both sides? So, what if Wisconsin like, comes back? What if Wisconsin yeah. comes back? You know, fine the rest of the season. Then the last game it gets canceled because the other I don't know who they play the last game. But exactly. So there's just a lot of they're not in a good spot. So yeah. honestly, right now, no, I would probably say no, they won't. Exactly. There's just and I was just gonna carry off of that. There's just so much uncertainty. Who knows if down the line, if what if when we're supposed to play Wisconsin, our guys get sick or something right. else happens? You know what I mean? Or other they have teams no room get for sick. error. You know, there's so many variables out there, and they're already down. You know, two games already. It's just going to be tough for them. But I just think it's honestly going to be tough for the whole Big Ten West. Honestly, it it's only it's just a wait and see kind of thing. Obviously, but I don't think that Wisconsin's in good shape. Yep. I, I agree with you guys pretty much for all the reasons you said. It, it, it's just too hard for them, even if they come back after this, to have to rely on other teams. Um, Dan Patrick, there's some speculation that if if Wisconsin can't meet that threshold, that they might they might just like call in the rest of the season, which would be terrible, I would think. And they might turn. This is from Dan Patrick's source, according to Dan Patrick, obviously that. If they can't get another game played and they have to cancel, that the Wisconsin will then just cancel the season and Camp Randall will become a field hospital for like increase in COVID in Wisconsin. But like I was saying to Shuddy before the show started, that doesn't make much sense to me considering it's winter and Camp Randall is outside. Why you're gonna stick these sick people outside in the freezing cold? That unless unless I saw someone claim that. Is Wisconsin's practice field attached like to Camp Randall? Maybe that's what they're referencing to. I don't know. You think these Scannies thought it through? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's too bad. I kind of feel, though, for the Wisconsin football players, right? I mean, they're, they're, they looked like a really good team in that opener. I know it was just one game against Illinois, but they looked like the real deal. I mean, Mertz throwing five touchdowns in his first career game. 
when you've seen other quarterbacks that have started their first games in the Big Ten struggle, right? I mean, look at Maryland's quarterback the first game. He really struggled. Illinois' quarterback had four turnovers. I know he's a third string, but still. You got those odds, Max? (laughs) (laughs) Fellas, it's a great slate around the country this week for college football. It is. The only thing I'm disappointed about is Georgia-Florida is on at the same time as the Gopher game. Ooh, that's a big game. Yeah. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> all right. We're going to put up a poll on the Twitter, uh, guys. Do you think Sam should be banned from Sky Pod? I'm thinking yes. Hey, and I'm always like to be transparent. I think there is a direct correlation to the go- how the Gopher season's going with our current listeners. Don't get me wrong. I know our fan base out there. We have that core 35-ish of you out there that listen to this podcast. Thank you very much. But uh, not going to lie, there's 20 of you out there that just kind of dropped off all of a sudden when the defense just decided to stop playing defense this season and turning it into what it is. But uh, don't worry. You'll be back, not only from the content, but from this Gopher dub coming this weekend. Anyway, Maxwell, continue. What are the spreads this week? Yeah, um, I guess just a quick recap too. Kurt, you are leading the Skyupod uh, leaderboard, going fourteen six and one so far. Yes, we had our first push last weekend. Uh, Spencer is thirteen seven and one. Sam is nine ten and one, and I am nine eleven and one. Looking to turn it around. Um, but yeah, last week Penn State was able to hold on and lose by only thirteen to push against Ohio State. That was I thought that was an eleven point spread. I have it marked as 13. It might have moved, but at the time that we called it. Really? Now I'm going to have to go back and listen. I believe you. I believe you. Um, the first Hold game. On. So am I just the smartest football mind on this on this panel? Is that what is that what we're saying to the listeners? I'm just kidding. I guess so. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> if it's on this panel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fair remember when i said we were gonna go undefeated yeah well i said i i said seven and one but my heart was telling me six and two so my heart might still be right or my head i hope <laughs> your head's right <laughs> i do too anyways some teams that are not failing in their fan bases uh tomorrow night two non-power five teams face off byu is at boise state on the blue turf, Boise State comes as, comes in as a three-point underdog. Oh, I am going to take BYU all day. They have been, I know they haven't played too tough of competition, but they have been steamrolling everyone. Their quarterback's been playing really well. Uh, BYU all the way. Same. They got one their quarterback's good. What's Boise's record? Uh, didn't they just play their first game last weekend? That's what I thought. Man. Or they played two. No, uh, I thought it was their first game. And so it's tough to judge them after one game, you know? Then, But also Boise, like you said, didn't play anyone. <sighs> Boise has played two games. Oh, they did? They beat Utah State and Air Force. What was the score of those? They won 42-13 to and 49-30. to Which Air Force isn't bad either. And it you was know, at Air Force. But, but uh, Boise's at home. All they got to do is cover. Yep, they got to win. They got to lose by less than three or three to push. Man, shoot. Okay, I'll just make up my mind. I don't know. That is the perfect line. Yeah. Give me Boise for no Ooh, reason. BYU. Other than my gut. I was thinking with you, Curdy, but Max is right. BYU just looks so good. 
I just think that they're going to come out there and win the game. Yeah, the only thing that would concern me is it's Friday night on the turf, on the blue turf. That is, um, seems like a lot of weird things happen, but. And, and Boise just is still always year in and year out. Just seems like a really well-coached team. Right. And I do think they're probably, probably easily the best team that BYU is going to play so far. So I'll go Boise, but closer than the experts think, which is a BYU <laughs> dub. So that doesn't make much sense, but uh, yeah, it's going to be close. Uh, the next game, moving into the Big Ten, um, two teams that are a little bit suspect, I guess, but Michigan State having success last week is going to Iowa. Michigan State comes in as a whole seven-point favorite on the road. Are you for and, real? Yep. And for that reason, I'm taking Iowa. Iowa. I got Iowa, too. But part of me thinks, I mean, Vegas seems to know something, but seven points, like a whole touchdown, that's a lot. I just don't see this game, the game being that high scoring that Iowa or that Michigan State could win by more than a touchdown. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, Iowa just has to not lose by a touchdown at home. And all of Iowa's games have been tight. And they probably should have beat Northwestern. Yeah, I'll take Iowa. Sam? Iowa. like it. Sam, you're not even excited for your picks anymore. You all right? No, th- no this one is just – I'm just thinking. I don't know. I said it. I'm going with it. Yeah, it's, I still think it's kind of tough on that one. I still feel like you don't really know what Iowa's about or Michigan State. Yeah, Maybe. I would be pretty surprised if Michigan State beat them, to be honest. I know they just beat Michigan, but I don't know. I really don't think Michigan was that great. No, I think Michigan did a bad game, but still, you have to do something right to still beat them. Yeah, put up more points. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just seems like both teams are so unknown that that's a lot of points. We kind of said the same thing last week for the Auburn-LSU game, and Auburn was only a plus three underdog, and then they crushed LSU. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll just take the points because I don't think either team can really beat each other. There we go. I like that odd or thought. We've talked <laughs> ourselves into it. All right. Yep. Uh, next, staying in the Big Ten, we've got Michigan at Indiana. Yeah, Indiana's so you wouldn't choose this one because I have no idea what where to go with this game. Michigan is a three-point favorite. <sighs> I. It's tough because it's at Indiana. If it was at the big house... Might be a different story. Honestly, it it's hard. Yeah. Indiana's I could talk myself into both ways because it's like Indiana's got the momentum. Michigan just had a weird loss against Michigan State, so they kind of you know, yeah. How can Michigan come back from that? Now they have to play at Indiana, but is Michigan just going to come out and be like, screw this, like we can beat the Hoosiers? I yeah. I'm going to take Michigan because I honestly I don't think I was rooting for Indiana, and I'm glad it's the call stood, but I don't think they beat Penn State. I don't think he scored. <laughs> so I'm taking Michigan. I go ahead, Spencer. What are you saying? What's the spread? Michigan is a three point favorite. You know, I think I'm going to go with Michigan. I just think that aside from Ohio State, the East will get interesting. And I kind of want to see, you know, folks kind of beat each other, each other up out there. Ohio State's just so dominant. But I'd like to see some competitiveness there. Kind of like what's happening over here out West. And also, so we don't hear the whole top-heavy thing. Um, yeah. So I'm going big blue. I, I'm going, I see what you're saying. You know, Indiana 2-0. Michigan came out after a tough loss, won a rebound. But here's the thing. Indiana wants this game so bad. Michigan has owned them. It's been so long since Indiana has beat Michigan. And they've kind of been pretty close games. 
at least for a while, the last two meetings, they've been close. And, you know, I listened to that that one Michigan uh, Sports Illustrated guy saying that this he thinks this is the year that Indiana gets them, and that was before the season even happened. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Indiana to cover and maybe win. <laughs> I'm with Kurt. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do that too. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I put five bucks on it, Sam. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like these picks. They're all really hard. You learned your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just say that you know it, it's. It's a tougher game to co- like put money on than it was the Clemson game. Though I put money on the Clemson game the other way from what everyone else did. But yeah, yeah. Uh, sticking with another close one is the Florida Georgia game. It's in Georgia, and the Bulldogs are a three and a half point favorite. Florida, mark Florida. me down, Florida. Florida. Yeah, Georgia's overrated. Interesting. What was the spread, Max? Three and a half points. Georgia is the favorite. I uh, I'm gonna go with the Bulldogs, fellas. Florida is looking real good. They might be the next best team in the SEC. But you're going Georgia. But I'm gonna go Georgia. I am. But fellas, 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 listen. We've known that there are times when Ohio State's the best team in the Big Ten, but they lose to one night against Penn State or whatever. I just think that that might happen tonight. Or no, I, on I'm not going to be shocked if Georgia wins and covers. I I just think if I had to go off my gut, I think that Georgia is pretty overrated. You know, people keep bringing up that Bama game as a compliment to them. I felt like they probably played as well as they could, and they still lost handily. That's how right. I came away from that game, anyway. Um, I know it's tough with being down to their quarterback, but I mean, he's looking like. He's going to be their guy for like the rest of the year. So I don't know, but Florida's defense is suspect. But if you're telling me that Georgia's favored to win and yeah, I'm taking, I'm sorry, that Georgia's favored to win. I don't know if that's what I said. I'm taking Florida to cover that. So yeah. if it was flipped, I would probably take Georgia spread. I'm going with shitty. I'm taking the Bulldogs as well. I just think they've looked a little bit more oppressive and their defense has proven that they're definitely a tough matchup. Um, being in Georgia too, they get the home crowd. Oh yeah, they get I that. Take Georgia. I think this is the week that someone overtakes by a good margin. Either Kurt gets brought down. <laughs> I know. I need Kurt and Spencer <laughs> to pick differently than I do. <laughs> uh, the last game I've got on the board is another interesting one. Of COVID, Clemson at Notre Dame. Notre Dame Ooh. is a six-point underdog. So Clemson's got to win by a touchdown or more. And they're without Trevor? They're without Trevor, but they've <sighs> their backup looked real good. And he is, I mean, he's a specimen. That dude is huge. He's like 6'4", 240 something, 250. Here's what I'm going to say. Put the, put, the house, <laughs> put the house payment on Clemson and just don't even watch. Clemson wins. That's what I'm going with as well. I don't think Notre Dame can keep up. Yep. <sighs> I'm just kidding. I think it's going to be... I think it's worth watching, by the way. But I do like Clemson to win by a touchdown. Mm, I just have a feeling about those Irish fellas. They are 29-3 and three in the last 32. But I just can't go against Clemson. I'll go with the Clemson Tigers for the win. But watch those Irish. <laughs> nah, you can't say that. Either go for yeah. it. Okay, Spencer, let's put five bucks on it. I'll take Clemson to win by a touchdown. And I'm stuck with the Irish. 
Yeah. You're playing with house money or my money. <sighs> I can't <You're>... do it. <laughs> Spencer's, Spencer's too lucky. I did not like that. I'm like, no, this is going to go in Spencer's way. We're all going to be wrong. I think that Clemson wins. But watch those Irish. <laughs> uh, that is the the tricky part about the big underdogs. It's like they are way more apt. Not, what am I trying to say? Even if Clemson, like say Clemson's up by eight, they're not just going to go and like score again, but Notre Dame is definitely going to go and try to score again. They might just score easily too because the defense is playing so lax. That's where it's tricky. Where well, I doubt they'd be playing cover. lax with eight point with an eight point well, lead. Well, right. But you know what I mean. Yeah, if they're up and by six like, isn't that. They're big. up by like ten. Yeah, and then and then there's like thirty seconds left, and a garbage touchdown, garbage time. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear yeah. you. Shout out to Zach Reichstad. That's how I. That's how Clemson covered in uh, what was that twenty sixteen against Alabama on the national. Yeah, that first one. <laughs> Reichstad's a genius. We'll see if he listens. This is a test if he's a true Skyu Pod listener. Yes. Zach, if you're listening to this, say nothing, but text the word "go gophs." The two words, but <laughs> I thought you were gonna make it Clemson related, but uh, yes. I like it. Go gophs. You heard it here, Zach. And if you're not listening, you owe us all five bucks. You're dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that's all I got. I don't know if it's any I... other games you guys wanted to talk about. No, I mean, there's one on right now: Utah State and is it Nevada? But uh, obviously, we're not going to pick it. I'm just—it's a great—it's a great weekend, man. Go for football is going to be on. Big time playoff implication games happening. Oh man, just beautiful. Pac-12 Can't get down, is back. guys. Yeah, Pac-12 Forgot is back. That. Yeah, that—that's a big one. Oregon versus Stanford. Let's pick it. Um, let me see. Scroll. Uh, this is tough hmm. to not see these guys play yet. Oregon's an eight-point favorite. <laughs> Ducks. I don't even know who Oregon's quarterback is going to be. I don't. I'm sure it's actually, a guy. I heard his. Actually, I did hear his name. I know there's a for sure guy, but I haven't. I know nothing about Stanford. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't didn't their quarterback transfer to Mississippi State? That that guy, Costello, Costellano, yeah. terrible. Yeah, Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take the Ducks and the eight points. I think they can pour it on. It's in Eugene, so that's. Yeah, I'm just going off a guess here. Maybe this was a dumb one to pick, but I'm going Oregon. They're going to win. Yeah, same. We'll put it on the board. It's not going to change anything. But... Yeah. <laughs> but we can point to it if we're right and be like, look how smart we were. All right. Well, that does it for another episode of Sky U Pod. Guys, just be positive about the go for football season. Why not us? Why not beat Illinois in their third string quarterback? I think we can seriously make them punt maybe once or twice this game. So. That might be all we need. <laughs> and, you know, I just want to see improvement. I, and I, I've been making a lot of jokes, but at that point, at this point, it's like, I just want to see the defense get better. Just, you know, so we know this coaching staff can work with what they got. And let's just, let's just see it happen. Anything else you guys want to add before we sign off here? I just want to say, no matter what happens this weekend, fellas, we're always still Gopher fans. Yeah, And I know that these Gophers, like I said, are going to put it on them. Our defense is going to resurrect from the dead. And we're going to have a good game. Yeah, absolutely. Sky Uma. We, we pray for Gophers. the season to happen. And yeah. This is, you know, poor Gopher football is better than no Gopher football. I absolutely. Suppose. So, go ahead. Count your blessings. 
Count your blessings. Count how many punts we force. Hey, you know, there's a lot of chaos going on right now. Presidential elections close. You know, um, people are mad at everybody. But at the end of the day, we're Gopher fans. We love college football, and that trumps everything. I did not mean to use Trump (laughs) and get political here. I'm just saying (laughs) that is above all. All right, we're signing out. Go Gophers. Gophers.